0: Hi and hello, pro wrestling fans. Welcome to another week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury and with me at the table in person is Adam Tollefson. How's it going, bud? Ah, my hole. <laughs> you hear they edited that off of, like, future replays and stuff? I did. It was pretty... <laughs> I missed it when it happened. Oh, I, I like, I'm like, did I hear that? <laughs> Hit the, re- you know, you got, like, the 10-second skip back. I watched, it like, four fucking times. Really? <laughs> I could not believe that she said that. It was so fucking funny. Oh... It was, it was a thing of beauty. But yeah, I guess like my hole was trending on Twitter and all yes. this shit. And
1: I had to watch the GIF of it because I just, I don't know. It was on, but I didn't catch that part. So I'm like, I had to see what hole she was referring to.
0: <laughs> Could be all of the holes. She has some I don't holes. Know. <laughs> we all have holes. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get right back into this thing. Uh, we are sitting down to record. It is February 10th. In the year 2021 and
1: on this day in pro
0: wrestling history. All right. We're going back to 1973 for a title change. Terry Funk defeats Johnny Valentine to win the NWA Missouri heavyweight title in St. Louis, Missouri. Where else? I guess. Yeah. Uh, I heard Terry Funk's not doing well. Did you hear that? I did hear that. Something about his hip. I don't know. I heard he's in a lot of pain and that he's been... um, Basically, reaching out to a lot of people that he almost like he's trying to,
1: oh boy, mend some fences. Either
0: that or like make sure you see, you know, talk to somebody one last time kind of thing. I don't know. I really hope that's not the case.
1: I thought I saw Dustin Rhodes tweet. He said, just like to clarify, Terry Funk's in a lot of pain from his hip. Oh, really? Yeah, but he's reaching out to people and talking to people. That's what I've
0: heard, and I'm just kind of worried. I don't know. Maybe he's
1: just laid up, hopefully, huh?
0: Yeah, speaking of laid up, 1984, the Yellow Rose of Texas, David Von Erich, passes away at only 25 years old in Tokyo, Japan. He was in a hotel room when he was found. uh, He was during a tour with All Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, Cause of his death has been widely debated. Ric Flair has gone on to say in his autobiography that he died from a drug overdose. And said that Bruiser Brody flushed all the drugs down the drain before the uh, authorities got into the room. That's right. Um, However, Kevin Von Erick, David Manning, who was a major part in that Dork Side of the Ring episode with the Von Ericks, Gary Hart, as well as the official autopsy reports say that David died of a heart attack due to acute enteritis, I don't know, swelling of the small intestine, basically. Okay. Um, It says it caused an intestinal rupture and that he essentially internally bled out, if you can imagine that.
1: Ugh, David Von Erich, dead. Yeah, that was fucked
0: up. Yeah. Oh, that was so fucked up. Um, David did hold All Japan's NWA United, a national heavyweight title at the time. Uh, In his memory, world-class held the David Von Erich Memorial Parade of Champions at Texas Stadium in Irving, Texas, where the Cowboys play, uh, on May 6th, at which Kerry Von Erich won the NWA World Heavyweight title from Rick Flair.
1: Mm. But yeah, 25. That, that family man didn't oh, have good luck. No. Well, but some of them are still around. They're in Hawaii. One of them. They're on MLW. Is that just one? Well, just Kevin. Oh, sorry, Kevin, but But the other ones are the grandkids, right? The kids, yeah. Yeah.
0: But still, so much. I I hate to use the term bad luck because I really don't believe in luck, but just so much misfortune, I guess. I don't know. Yes.
1: Yeah, I guess it's not really bad luck. It's just.
0: Just so many things has has come across that family, man. It's nuts. That's rough. Maybe you should put on some shoes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Some socks. (laughs) Nineteen ninety. We don't mean to make light of that. 1990, Super Fight, an event co-promoted by Rival Promotions All Japan Pro Wrestling and New Japan Pro Wrestling, takes place before 63,900 fans at Tokyo Dome.
1: It's a Japanese name if I ever heard one for an event. Super Fight. Super
0: Fight. The crowd saw IWGP World Heavyweight Champion Big Van Vader yeah. fight All Japan Pro Wrestling Unified World Tag Team Champion Stan Hansen. Mm. To a double countout to retain the title. Um, other notables on the card were Bam Bam Bigelow, Antonio Inoki, Ricky Choshu, uh, Masao was on the show as Tiger Mask. Larry Zabisco, Lou Thez was used as a special guest referee. Wow. Um, pretty like there's I mean there's a ton of guys that I never heard of, but almost like a who's who. Of both of those promotions, too.
1: It's a super show, super fight. Super
0: fight! 1992, Kamala defeats Coco B. Ware for the held-up USWA Unified World Heavyweight title in Memphis, Tennessee, beginning his third reign. So many of these titles have so many words.
1: Yeah. NWA, (laughs) it's like the 24-7 belt now when (laughs) R-Truth refers to it. (laughs) South 95... 7-Eleven Northern <laughs> European Championship. About sums it up.
0: Um, that's weird because um, it's in '92 when Kamala and Coco are in WWF. WWF.
1: I know they're doing a lot of stuff with, I suppose, with Memphis at that time. You know, I suppose. 1993.
0: Rick Flair makes his last WWF appearance for nearly nine years at a event in Dortmund, Germany. WWF Champion Bret Hart defeated Flair to retain the title. Uh, this match in Germany was Flair's last match before returning to WCW, and he would not be seen in a WWF ring again until November 2001.
1: Did Flair and Hart wrestle before that? Yes, they did. For a belt? they had they, uh, yeah. F- Hart
0: won the belt from Flair. Well, I can't Hart's remember that. Hart's first title was from Flair. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why you don't remember. It was sounds familiar I it would have been after wrestlemania 8, eight. Mm-hmm. but before wrestlemania 9 obviously okay. so somewhere in there okay um about a month prior to that flair wrestled mr perfect on raw and lost that loser leaves basically a loser leaves town match you do remember that so i guess flair was on house shows and then on this european tour and that was but it. still not on tv but then that was it yeah that's a wrap Uh, 2001, at a WWF house show in St. Paul, Minnesota, Hardcore Holly defeats Raven for the WWF Hardcore title, beginning his fifth reign, only to lose it right back to Raven beginning... Beginning Raven's sixth reign. Yeah, that's the hardcore title for you. <laughs> In a nutshell. <laughs> oh, my God. Those are fun times. It's basically the... 24-7. Yeah, sans trash can lids. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, just no weapons. At just falls. Actually, I don't know if you can't use
0: weapons. You just
1: don't see it. True. I don't think I've seen one used, though. Did you see? It's, I, it's, I really always like, up. it's always roll ups. Yes, always <laughs> roll ups. <laughs> they should call it
0: the fruit roll up title. Yeah, they should. I do enjoy. Um, okay, twenty four seven title. I'm very torn on it. I hate, you know, you get your standard during a pay per view, our truth running out, and then a train of fucking misfit toys running after him trying to get the title.
1: Hate that. I don't like that either.
0: But I love all like the dot com stuff where you'll see. You know, uh, early on, I was like, "Jinder Mahal's at a golf course, and and R- <laughs> yeah. R- troop like runs up behind him, and yeah, he's got a re- he's got a referee, and like Carmela's driving the cart and shit." I'm all there for that.
1: Yeah, me too. They could they could do more of that and less of the stupid uh, running the the train of like yeah. You said the misfits.
0: It could literally be a, a title that's almost never seen on television and only seen through social media, like that. People tune you in could for do that. that.
1: You could absolutely ask Zach Ryder. The internet champion. Woo, woo, woo.
0: (laughs) He's relaunching that um, Z True Long Island story thing. I heard that. That's going to be probably pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Where are we at here? 2003. Former, oh, this is another sad one. (laughs) Former AWA World Tag Team Champion and WWF Intercontinental Champion, WCW United States Heavyweight Champion, Kurt Hennig dies unexpectedly in a Tampa, Florida hotel prior to an appearance at an event promoted by Jimmy Hart. Mm. Uh, autopsy results were revealed a month and a half later with the cause determined to be an acute cocaine overdose. Mm. There was nothing cute about it. Nope. Henning was posthumously inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2006 by his longtime friend Wade Boggs, who I think they originally hooked up with when he was doing all those vignettes about how perf... Like,
1: all the different sports ones. Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. I feel like Wade was there for that. Yes. Um, I didn't know they were buddies after that. They were though. buddies
0: long after that. That's yes. awesome. In fact, I think, uh, you know, after that, I think uh, Kurt's son, Joe, mm-hmm. or uh, what was he called in WWE? Curtis Axel. There you go. <laughs> 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 Sounds like one of the Retribution members. <laughs> um, Axel face. I think, like, they've even kept in touch and stuff, too. Like That's in awesome. A, in a father-son type role. Oh, I don't okay. know. okay. Pretty neat, though. Uncle Wade. And then uh, 2014, I just needed something to cleanse the palate after that. That's right. WWE broadcast Raw live from Los Angeles, California with a special guest host Betty White. Remember they were doing that every week? Yes.
1: I, and I remember the Betty White one, I think, too.
0: Yeah. I remember yeah. the Muppets. Uh, what's his name? Price is right, guy.
1: Bob Barker. Bob Barker. Ben, ben there you Stiller. Go. There's always people. Yeah. Uh, Sean Green.
0: <laughs> was that? You're probably right. Yeah. Oh, he's a fan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, who's Wolverine? Hugh Jackman.
1: Hugh Jackman. He was
0: in there. He, like, sucker punched Ziggler for real, I think. Good Bunny. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. <laughs> Adam Rose's Bunny. Don't talk shit about Bad Bunny, Adam. There's oh, a lot of Apparently, fan? there's a lot of fans. I'm not a fan, but I'm also uninformed. I had no idea who the guy was.
1: I know who he was, but I, that's just not my. Bag when it comes to music. Well, be prepared to see a lot of him because he's
0: going to be in a tag match on WrestleMania.
1: I would not be surprised by
0: that. Uh, book it now. He also had four of the top five selling uh, merchandise items on WWEShop.com since the Royal Rumble. What? You have to get down to number five to get to Roman Reigns' his t-shirt or whatever. Everything else is Bad Bunny. Sold the fuck out. Wow. That's crazy. So. Uh, I didn't... Bad Bunny Mania, dude. Bad Bunny Mania. It's running wild, dude. I hope Pitbull doesn't run in. Also, happy birthday to Ming or Haku or whatever you want to call him. Just don't call him a pussy. He'll pull your fucking teeth out of your head Adam. 62 years young. 57, according to my book. Really?
1: I don't know. Hmm. I would believe either one. I feel like that's cave fave. Tell me that man ain't 62.
0: Did you find? Did you see that it was sixty two?
1: I seen that. Yeah, somebody posted online saying like Happy sixty second too, but it could have been a fan that had his shit mixed up.
0: Or I could have his shit mixed up. I don't know.
1: I said a fan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a broadcast journalist, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm not talking about you. Also, Victoria, who was just in the Royal Rumble, fifty years old today. Fifty years young. Good job, I'm Victoria. Fifty. She looked good too. Damn straight. It's now time for the Retro Raw Review.
1: Tonight, the World Wrestling Federation title will be declared vacant. Thus, this Sunday's Final Four winner will become the new World Wrestling Federation champion. Tonight, Ron Shawn Michaels will forfeit the World Wrestling Federation championship.
0: Thursday, Raw Thursday. Hold on,
1: let this play. Thursday,
0: Raw, Thursday. <laughs>
1: That's the first thing I had in my notes was the new the new theme. <laughs> Thursday. He's Thursday. still going Raw Thursday. <laughs> I like it. It's mixed up a little bit. It's not
0: I think they used that that music for one of the video games or something. I like remember that. Yeah, I've heard that somewhere. Maybe you just remember Thursday, Raw Thursday so vividly, Adam. Could be. It was a somber day. Uh, This is coming to us live from the War Memorial Auditorium in Lowell, Massachusetts. It is the go-home show to In Your House Final Four, which after the events of tonight's Raw changed dramatically. Right. I mean, big time. Yeah. All right. We're going to kick things off right away. Match number one, Rocky Mayavia defeats Hunter Hurst Helmsley for the Intercontinental Championship. Minus Hughes the Butler. Yeah, he was only made one appearance. And I'm like starting to wonder if he ever makes another one, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, me
1: too. I don't think so. It's weird.
0: Uh this I put down here, like, this venue is perfect sized for this era. Like, you can hear so much of like what's going on on the in the ring like the ring sounds really good yep the moves sound good the crowd sounds amazing yeah um, it is
1: perfect you do
0: hear um you do even hear some uh I think two times during this match we start getting some rocky sucks chants pretty loud yes and uh, I think this is one of those instances where WWF was kind of like forcing a wrestler down our throats yeah and you and I probably didn't see it When we're kids, no. But the the adult, or you know, the smart fan at the time, probably it's probably like Roman Reigns syndrome, right? Totally, or John Cena or whatever. And people were not uh, wanting to go down that road, I guess. Yeah,
1: I just didn't like Rocky. I didn't know that they were forcing it.
0: Yeah, I didn't really care for him either. It wasn't—I mean, he wasn't terrible, but he was pretty green. Like he didn't very green, and then that get up. You know, it was the get up so, sucked. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I do like those boots though, where it's like strapped on the back, so you can see his whole calf. I'm a uh, calf yeah. guy. No, <laughs> I'm from Wisconsin. We have calves all over. <laughs> uh, uh, there was like a brutal pile driver. Triple H hits him with a brutal pile driver, and then the finish comes shortly after that. Um, Rocky's like a limp noodle after a superplex. And Hunter's kind of gloating, goes to lift Rocky for I'm presuming the pedigree because he's gonna finish
1: him off. Just hits with a small package and, and a uh, one, two, three. New champ, right? Or new, no? This was the yeah. yeah. This is new champ, new champ city. Camp, champ. Did you also see the guy in the front row when they when they when they very first opened and they go to McMahon and like the announcers and there's that that area behind him? Okay. There, oh, I
0: love watching the crowd.
1: There was. This is a classic sign. Oh, we got to start
0: this. This is gonna start being a segment on the show. Sign of the times, <laughs> yeah, there you go, dude. Sign of the times, and like there's it. always some good ones.
1: Owen Hart, Queen of
0: Farts. farts. I, yes,
1: I definitely saw that. That's a classic. I
0: also saw one since we're on the subject, um, and since this was oh, we forgot to say that this was taped on the 13th because it was Thursday Raw Thursday. Oh yeah, so technically, yeah, yeah. technically it's tomorrow, it's tomorrow or whatever, right. but. 13th of February, what's the next day?
1: Valentine's Day.
0: And there was a sign in the crowd that said, Greg the Hammer, won't you be my Valentine? <laughs>
1: that might be better than Queen of Farts. But Greg Valentine was nowhere near the WWE in this time. No, but it's great. <laughs> I
0: loved it. It's so good. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> match number two, it's the Headbangers, and they beat Aldo Montoya and Bob Holly. And I put down, like, we haven't seen any of these guys for quite some time. Right? Have we even seen the Headbangers wrestle match? Yeah, we have. Okay, uh, I did read in the Meltzer book that many of the talent were on a European tour for this show. Oh, so wait, maybe, maybe we they...
1: haven't because Sonny introduces them, right? Yeah, yeah, we might not
0: have. And we've definitely seen Eldo Montoya, but I don't know if we've seen Bob Holly. Maybe we have early
1: on. Mm,
0: not as he must have been out with an injury or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's been a while. It's he weird. had to have been before. That's what I think, too. Yeah. I'm not sure. But okay. I, think,
0: I think because it got the, a lot of the crews on this European tour, I think they might have called in a couple guys that they weren't using at the time that maybe they had under contract. Yeah, that makes sense. Because they we did see uh, the Headbangers as the flying nuns or whatever on a shotgun Saturday night like three weeks ago. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, I put down here, Sonny was the ring announcer for this one, and the fans went bananas. Uh, they are they love Sonny. and I loved this crowd. This crowd was, was fucking a good crowd. amp, dude. Uh, the headbangers hit the stage dive to get the win over Aldo. I like the stage dive as a move.
1: Yeah, it's, I think it's um,
0: it's a power bomb, and then the other guy jumps, jumps off the off rope the with, road. with a leg rope yeah. leg drop. That's that's a great tag team move, really. Yep, nice combo. Next up, it's the segment of the show that is most remembered. Uh, Gorilla Monsoon is in the ring with Vince McMahon Who brings out the WWF champion Shawn Michaels Uh, It's explained that it's a knee injury That is the culprit
1: He's going to have to get an operation
0: And Vince is like It's the knee injury or whatever But He may have had a banged up knee And I think he did And uh, most people feel though That him forfeiting the title Is his, his way of not doing the job Okay um he was slated to lose the title on this night to Psycho Sid. Okay. And he was also going to have to pay back Brett's win at the next mania. Ooh. Is what the what everybody was saying.
1: Interesting.
0: So I just don't think he's his like heart is in it or whatever, but it's also the third time that he has dropped a title without looking up at the lights. True. He yeah. he had the IC title in ninety three. And had an injury and forfeited it. Right. He had the IC title in 95 and he got beat up by those thugs. Oh, yeah, the Marine dudes. And forfeited it. Yeah. And, and and that that time, while it was legit, um, everybody has said, like, you know, a few we- He was wrestling again in a few weeks. Like, yeah. He could have taken a few weeks off. That wouldn't have been a big deal. True. Um, and also with this knee thing, everybody's like, he could have taken a, a little bit of time off and then and then still carried on. So it had nothing to do with drugs. I think it did. I think he definitely had to get like his house in order. There's gotcha. no, there's no. Um, I dug into it. I couldn't find anybody saying that he had like a stint in rehab or anything like that. Um, I think he does show up at Mania in some sort of a role, whether it's a commentary role or a. I don't think it's a guest referee role, but I I don't know. Okay, he, he's back in the picture sooner than you think. Yeah, um, it's crazy though. It's even knowing that information, like, I don't, I don't know. He's having a tough time stringing words together. And I was like, I can't tell if he's hopped up at first or if emotion is just getting the best of him. Um, but he's, he's kind of choking up and stumbling over his words. And uh, he basically says he's got some stuff to figure out. And then if he can't come back at a hundred percent, then he's not coming back. Um, One point they keep bringing up is the rigorous schedule. Like McMahon even says several times, like maybe I'm at fault for, you know i've asked too much of him and but dude you got to think like wh- who had a more rigorous schedule than like hogan right early 9 in like the, yeah. 90 91 at the heyday. when they're running three shows a fucking day and stuff like that and i'm sure Sean had a had a had a crazy schedule yep but it's also like he's it sucks cuz he's kind of like the scapegoat because they're they're almost at the exact halfway point of that eighty-three week losing streak to WCW. Oh, really? Like, you think about ninety-five WWF and how bad that kind of sucked. I mean, I like it, but it's because it was it hit me at the right time. Right? Yeah, it was timing. Yeah. You know, um, ninety-six wasn't the greatest year, and then now we're starting to get like on the incline again.
1: Yep, starting to heat up.
0: So, but at the same time, now you're going you're being opposed by a rival rival company. And all of a sudden ratings matter big time and, and And you're losing, you're losing losing, right? despite the fact that the product is getting better and it's better now than it. Come on, dude. we, this is the 47th week we've done this show and I feel more excited
1: for the raws. Yeah. uh, Oh, me too. As we're going, Oh, me too. You know what I'm saying? I was like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So it sucks that he's got to be
0: kind of like the whipping boy for that, for that. But I, I don't know. It's, it's tough. Um, uh, going back to the rigorous schedule, he says that he felt like he could never say no when asked to do something. Um, then he gives the belt to Monsoon, says that over the last few months he's lost a lot of things, i.e., um, I'm thinking it's, it's all of his buddies. Yeah. Nash Hall and Sean Waltman are all gone. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and that he's lost a lot of things, and one of them was his smile. And he's going home to figure things out and hopefully find it. Uh, he says the last year as being the top guy in the business has been the best year in his life and that if he never gets to do it again that will be okay because for one year he got to live his dream and like it was emotional man like yeah, even watching it now the tears are coming down I was like welling up dude I feel bad for him it was yeah you could just tell he was a, he's like a hurt individual inside yes um he thanked and hugged Vince before leaving the ring and then the show kind of went to break. And I was like, I had to pause at that point. I was like, whew, Like, that was a memo- I, I swear to God, like, I felt like it was welling up inside of me. I guarantee you if I'm watching that with my wife, she's fucking bawling at that. And it's like, you, you can say wrestling's bullshit all you want, but people are, are having real life issues. Right. And emotions. And, yeah. It's crazy. Well, it's, uh palate cleanser time. Match number three, The Undertaker picks up a pinfall win over Savio Vega. Uh, he, after delivering a monster of a choke slam.
1: Who would have thought that uh, one out of these two guys would be wrestling tonight? Oh, yeah. Not, and it's not Undertaker. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. Um, I wonder when Savio got his start. It had to be about the same
1: time. I feel like he had to take some time off, too. Like Sure.
0: And he I, had to have, and he was probably a lot younger when he started than Taker was. And if he's not, yeah, totally. Yeah, he has to be, right? Because he still looks pretty damn good. Yeah, he looks good. I've noticed him popping up in a lot of like the uh, WWE documentaries. True. I think because he was there for that Taker, thank you Taker thing or whatever. Yep. Was it Survivor Series? Yeah.
1: So they probably got his info when he was there.
0: And- yeah, they um, a lot of these documentaries you'd be like hey Vince McMahon's wearing the same shit he was wearing when he talked about so and so and it's like you gotta think these documentaries like well we got six docs on the book like we want to talk to Vince about all of them yep. just block out two hours or something yep. right? give me
1: 15 minutes on this and 15 minutes on that and- it's crazy um, after
0: the match the Nation of Domination get into the ring to attack the Undertaker they swarm him he fights the good fight for a bit I wish I could tell you that he fought the good fight and the sisters left him alone the nation didn't. (laughs) Eventually, Farouk and Crush hit the ring, and the numbers become too much for the dead man. Uh, He's getting beat down, and Ahmed Johnson hits the ring. He makes the save. Taker sits up. And the two eventually clear the ring completely. And then we get a backstage segment with Doc Hendricks and Gorilla Monsoon, who explains that the Final Four match this Sunday... By the way, remember when I was like, they keep... When, when they announced the match of the four individuals that were going to be, and it was like, uh, Gr- Monsoon describes it as like the three guys that Austin illegally threw out and Austin himself. Yes. And I was like, I don't know why, but for some reason I always think it's just, it was the final four guys. Yes, and it wasn't. And it wasn't because fake Diesel was one
1: of them. That's right. I was going to say, why say, do you <laughs> think I
0: think that? Because they had a fucking pay-per-view called final four.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Even gonna, though it I, wasn't. I was going to say it was Isaac Yankum, and I wasn't wrong. Well, you weren't wrong.
0: You are <laughs> half right. You were half right. Um, But, yeah, he explains that the match this Sunday at In Your House will be for the WWF Championship, not the number one contendership as it was before. Um, They don't say it here, but they actually changed the rules of the match to r- battle royal rules also, so you can actually throw a guy over the top rope to eliminate him. Or, or pin, pin or, or submission. submission. Interesting. Well, they did that because they 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 don't want to make three of the four guys look like they don't want to want to damage, if you will, three of the four guys by making them pin tap, out. tap out. Gotcha. So so now you can toss them over, and it can, it's a cheap win, I guess. But, sure. Because anybody like, oh, can get thrown over the top rope.
1: Well, we know that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. He also says that he's not trying, or that he's trying to be fair to everybody involved, including Sid, who was supposed to get his title shot tonight. Uh, Sid is going to face the winner of the final four match next week on
1: Raw for the WWF Championship. Wait a minute, are they like at least amping up the officials or something? Because if you can get tossed out, what's to say the same shit's not going to happen? That got us here, like those illegal eliminations. Well, it's—I'll tell you
0: what—it's a lot easier to keep. uh, Let me play devil's advocate. You only have four Four guys. You should be able to keep track of that. There you go. uh, In the Royal Rumble, there was like ten guys in the ring. Good point. Um, Match number four: Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Psycho Sid. This was supposed to be Psycho Sid's shot at the title. Uh, the crowd was super hot for this one. Yep. Uh, most of the chance were for Austin, but both guys are like way over. Yeah, they, they both got some love. The match ends in a no contest, I think. They don't really say. Um, after Bret Hart hits the ring a couple minutes in and attacks Austin, uh, this pisses Sid off, and then Sid and Bret start wailing on one another. Yes. <laughs> and then the show just kind of goes to break. Back from break, um, we got match number five. It is Farouk and Crush. Versus Owen Hart and the British Bulldog for the tag team titles. Uh, Farouk and Crush get the win, but do not win the titles as the victory came via countout because Owen cannot get back into the ring. He's selling the knee like he did last week. Hurt his knee, man. Crush is throwing him all around. <laughs> uh, it saves their titles, but Davey Boy gets fucking worked over big time. And Owen, like, keeps climbing up on the apron and then climbing back down with yeah. his hurt ass knee. <laughs> yeah. Um, You can tell uh, Davey Boy is starting to get fed up with Owen's tactics, whether it's saving the titles or not. He's sick of it. I'm sick of it. Uh, Match number six, this is your main event of the evening. It is Bret the Hitman Hart versus Big Van Vader. Um, Before the match, Undertaker's music hits, and he appears in the entryway. And I'm I'm still weirded out when he does his own promos. It just doesn't seem right.
1: He hasn't been getting the
0: respect. <laughs> That's pretty much the gist of it. Huh? Yep. Says that in four days' time, he will be the WWF champion. Uh, Vader then gets the jump on Bret Hart. We get right underway. Uh, Bret then, he gets in like all of his offense. All side the, rush and leg sweeps. Yep, the
1: classics.
0: And all the classics. Um, before Steve Austin interferes. Once before they go to break... Brett's on the outside. He just starts kicking the shit out of him. Yeah, he just attacks him. But the match continues. Um... Then later on, he shows up in the balcony to distract Brett
1: New Jack style. Yeah, dude.
0: Uh, <laughs> Vader misses that moonsault. He goes for it this time though. Yes, finally. Uh, and then Brett just covers him up for the win. And then Brett's taunting Austin, and Austin's like faking like he's like he's gonna like, like, New Jack.
1: Like climbing over, <laughs> like he's gonna climb over the second <laughs> second tier. He's pretty awesome. It was good. <laughs> I, I fucking loved it. Ended it. Great.
0: it was a good show. Um, Like I said before, we are heading into the pay-per-view and then a championship match at the next night um, on the 17th of February. We will break it all down, break it down, right here on the Retro Raw Review. Next up, it's time to go into the dorkness. It's a news segment. It's the part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. By the way, um, during that bra, I noticed one of the vendors is walking up and down the aisle with a fucking case of figures. Really? Selling like, I think there were Series 1 Bone Crunchers and he was selling like, I think he had cases of Shawn Michaels. Uh-huh. Because at a certain point I see him like selling them. And then when Shawn Michaels is out doing his thing, I see a bunch of kids holding them, and I was like, "I don't ever remember him like walking up and down with Hasbro's
1: and shit." And I think I saw some Hasbro's at like a house show for sale at one point, but <clears throat> yeah, worked- like at a table, at a table, yeah, not, not vendor, yeah, not like the gotcha Shawn Michaels here, <laughs> yeah, was awesome Heartbreak kid here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Two HBKs and the nachos.
0: Uh well let's get into this um, well the whole like figure community if you will, uh, was all up in arms on Friday. I think it was Friday okay the uh, macho brawler madness. Oh yes. so on Thursday <laughs> I ended up getting another one. Pro wrestling cheeseez announced that the following day at 10 a.m, an item would go up for pre-order for a two-hour window, and after that, it would not be available again. And like clockwork, about probably about five minutes early or whatever, I start. I've got I got like three messages: one from Sankey, um, and then two just kind of pinged off Facebook to me or something. Okay, that the item that is in question is a Macho Man Randy Savage Micro Brawler. Yes, and. <clears throat> I was like, well, that's fucking cool. Like I, you know, I collect macho stuff, so I got to get four of these. (laughs) Okay, so I didn't have to get four of them, and I should have saw the writing on the wall when it said Macho Man, and then in parentheses, Classic Orange. Oh, "Oh, means there's probably more coming. Or. Or even if it's not coming that day, there's still going to be more made, if you will, because prior to this, they had the Macho King micro brawler that was only available in the crate, right? But that's all we've gotten so far, as far as Macho Man. So, anyways, it goes up for sale, and it is uh, it's 10 a.m. It's the classic orange, it's 17.99, which is higher than normal, right? A little bit. Aren't they uh, like twelve. They're usually like. Two, well, I think since they've switched to this packaging. Oh. Say goodbye to 12.99 you're not gonna get that. I know I'm, I'm like somewhat soured on this whole micro brawler situation and I'm like I might be out I don't well I'm so far in I don't know what to tell you They're and us um, It's just 799 Well here let's listen to this. okay so 1799 plus shipping plus right. shipping becomes a real big fucking issue here yes as we go on. Um, so I order up four of them. Plus shipping, which is another $17 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I haven't, I'm like too scared to add all this up because I, I don't want to, <laughs> like, I don't want to. Um, but anyways, I order up four of those two hours goes by and then at 12 PM, um, another one gets released and this New time, color variant color. It's a mega powers inspired, uh, <sighs> brawler. That's a good one. So it's yellow and red. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, but the price has gone up too. The price has gone up to nineteen ninety nine. Oh, really? Plus shipping. I didn't know that. Separate thing. shipping. Okay. You're getting. S- <sighs> okay. So I'm like, well, I'm not getting. I don't know where this is going to go. I just I, at this point, my gut tells me that that this is going to be one of those days. I think I send you a text that says, "Yeah, variant color." This might be one of those days, kind of thing, because I'd also purchased VIP tickets to the uh, Major Brothers podcast in Oshkosh, right? The live, podcast. the VIP ones that were like a hundred bucks a pop. So, <laughs> um, so I got those, and then so I only get two of the Mega Powers
1: brawlers, and then two hours later, and then two
0: hours later. <laughs> Um, it's a black and white version, which I think they were trying to go with like the madness, but that's copyrighted. So yeah, but it's still like inspired
1: by that look, if you will. Right. You can't flat out come out and say it's the, just like the, the mega powers. One
0: doesn't say mega powers on his butt it says macho, but it's those colors. So. Right. Gotcha. Whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then that one is at twenty one ninety nine plus shipping. Oh my God. So I get two of those. <laughs> And then at four p.m. we get a USA themed one. Like he wore that uh, on Raw. Like there's an elite of that. Um, the USA gear. Is there four or five? Hold on, oh, we're God. at four now. Okay. Those are twenty three ninety nine oh, plus no. shipping. Oh no, I ordered two of them. <sighs> then six p.m. Two hours later. This is all everything's two hours away. <laughs> You get uh, a classic pink tights.
1: Okay, that's the macho one I, man. That's the one I got. <laughs> now you
0: gotta have that, right? Those are only now. Now we've gotten down to twelve ninety nine.
1: Okay, because I was like, I didn't. I was just gonna get my phone out and be like, did I get hit for twenty four dollars or something for that? But no, no, it went back twelve ninety nine. I never saw any of the the price, uh, you know, the the raised prices. I got four of ones. those plus shipping.
0: Holy shit! And then. 8 p.m. Lime Green Trunks, which is uh like an ode to the so you know the Macho Man series one in the orange trunks, Hasbro? Yes. There was a JCPenney catalog that came out with the Hasbro figures in it, and it supposedly had a JC Penny exclusive macho man in the lime green trunks. Really? It's never been released, so it was it was never it was never released. There might be prototypes or something like that. I don't okay. know. But this is like an ode to that. And the price on those guys was only $5.99 plus shipping. So I got four of
1: those. <laughs> These fuckers, man. <laughs> so just...
0: at the end of the day, <laughs> six different Macho Man Brawlers are released in various prices between $6 and $24. Um, you got sacked shipping every single time. That's bullshit. And, but they did say that, they, that they're going to ship at different times, which I don't know if I believe. If that's true, if you're really going to be like, okay, those orange ones are going to ship, and then two weeks later, these other ones are going to ship, then I get it if you're actually making all these separate shipments. Right. What else can you do? But it's still like they don't weigh that much. They don't take up that much space. To sock a guy $16 shipping for four micro brawlers seems excessive.
1: Yeah, from Chicago? It's not coming from overseas. And that's the
0: other thing. Is we're not at this point. I've I, I've probably paid more in shipping than it would cost for me in gas just to go pick them to up. Drive down there, you know. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. I didn't tally it all up, but I got eighteen brawlers at the end of the day <laughs> in various quantities. I was like, at least I have a a whole set to keep and a. Think about what a whole set will fetch on the secondary market.
1: Right. Yeah. You can get
0: that. And back. then I'll still have extras of like the more common ones, the pink, the orange, and the green. Sure. So I don't know. You'll do all right. You'll be fine. It's, it was a fucking weird day though. I was both like, it was both fun and frustrating
1: at the same time.
0: <laughs> and I'm home, I'm on quarantine and like, I got nothing better to do. And every time I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. And my wife's they like, added what? four more dollars. <laughs> yeah.
1: Black and white one.
0: but it's funny, is because they kind of made their own rarity system. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. Because people were so in on the first one. Yep. And then you can't tell me pe- even people that like weren't in at the end of the night when they're like six dollars for these lime green trunks. People like, oh, I'll get in on that. Do that. That's six but those bucks. those middle like three, yeah. Bunch of people are like, nope, fuck that. I'm not getting. i out.
1: Yeah, I saw that too. So pe-
0: think about what those might run because you can't tell me some guys. I mean. To think about yourself. If you got three of the six, aren't you like a little bit itchy to get the other three to have the set? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And there's people that are going to be feeling that way. So yeah, that's true. I don't know. It was nuts. Let's stick with the micro brawlers. AEW Wave 1 was announced
1: last night. Did you see that? Yeah, that's when I was like, have they always been 17 bucks? I thought they were 12. So now those are, yeah, it's not coming back down like you said, right?
0: No, I think... It depends on how well they sell, but like so many people clamor for the AEW product that I don't see them I don't see this wave performing badly. No. Especially with I mean you got you got Jericho, Moxley, Brody Lee. Like those Brody Lees are going to sell a fucking million of. Them. Right. Um Darby Allin, Britt Baker, Orange Cassidy. I think I hit them all there, right? Hikaru Shida. Yep. So you can pre-order those starting today. They're 17.99 each. The pre-order runs through the 18th at noon. I think they're still going to be available after that, but the first run or whatever, get it now, I guess. I don't yeah, know. it might be like the figures. I'm not sure. I'm not really sure what their business model is with that. But um, and then did you see today they announced a uh, Ring of Honor, the next couple Ring of Honor micro brawlers? No, I don't. Dan think I Housen.
1: Saw that.
0: What? Danhausen is one, and. Um, session moth martina or yep, whatever yep. she's also going to be there that's the only two that they showed off but i would think that they would have more in a, in a wave than that oh i haven't seen those yet but yeah the Danhausen one like it's weird because his body looks awesome and his face looks like kind of weird to me like really like his face is like made for a micro brawler yes. if you ask me too yeah, so the think. fact that it looks kind of weird i don't know we'll we'll look it up in the break or something but all right. Let's get off these fucking micro brawlers. I don't, and like I said, dude, i like at the point now where it's, I'm going to keep getting the one that comes with the crate. That's awesome. Yep. And, but I, I might be out on the, I say that, but every time that they're like a limited number to 200 or something, I'm like, I got to hop on that. Cause that's an investment at some it is, point. And they you know?
1: sell it so fast sometimes when it's those ones. I don't
0: know. All right. WWE Basic 117 is now in stock and shipping from Ringside Collectibles. That's the wave with Otis Tucker, Undertaker, Roman Reigns, and Tony Storms. First time in the line, I believe. Um, they also put Basic 118 and 119 up for pre order. Uh, 118's got the Viking Raiders, Finn Balor, Jeff Hardy, and Austin Theories. First time in the line. And then 119 includes Randy Orton, John Cena, Triple H, Lacey Evans, and Dominic Dijakovic's first time in the line. I'm sure his next time in the line will be his T-bar or whatever. Right. Is he T-bar or Mace? I think he's t- T-bar. I'm not sure. He changed everything. Like, his build looks different to me. Yeah, hey, it looks the like a different The way he dude. moves looks different to I me. I forget it's him sometimes. I 100% do, too. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Um, What else? Uh, Ringside exclusive Jeff Hardy Triple H 2-pack was also announced. Uh, That should be up for pre-order soon. It might actually be. I'm not sure. looks like it's a 2001 version of the two guys. Um, Oh, there was another ringside exclusive announced today. Did you see this?
1: Is it the NWO Cena? (laughs) Yes. From the WrestleMania 36 Firefly Funhouse match, I assume that. Yeah, I just saw the um like the headline on my email, and I didn't get a chance to. Very weird. That don't. is weird. It's fun. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I, uh, I don't know. It's weird. Like they include a an NWO like baseball cap, and I'm like, oh, I don't think that's ever been done before. Done on figure form. Right? Before. I don't know. It's weird. Um, <laughs> a couple more things. The Retros, they keep coming from everyone except Mattel. Right. Uh, Chella Toys, they're the ones that already released that Nick Aldis. Okay. They have shown an Ethan Page. That's up for pre-order. Um, and then they showed concept art for the Dynamite Kid. Oh, I think I did hear that. Which looks like it's going to match pretty perfectly with the british bulldog hasbro Hasbro, it sucks that bulldog has the long hair there otherwise they would totally look like the the actual guys when the actual bulldogs right be awesome and then um not to be outdone zombie sailor he showed off ron rudat sketches of a man that has never had a figure before dino bravo oh i saw that too retro of him pretty cool comes with a pack smokes Oh no! It's actually a stolen truck full it's of smokes. Carton. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last thing in my notes, and this one's just for me. WWE Shop put out the next signature series championship belt. It was an Intercontinental Championship inspired by Razor Ramon. Did you see that? No. I think I put it. In, I,
1: yes. Oh yeah, I did see it. I put it in one you of our in the chats. I think. Yeah.
0: Um. That didn't really do it justice, but it's it's a, it's so it's on a purple leather strap, and on the back side of it's got a bunch of like yellow and pink Razor Ramon stuff. Um, the title itself, it's the it's the IC title plates, and the side plates are Razor Ramon themed, if you will. The uh, the globe in the middle where it would be blue is pink. Uh, it has a toothpick holder in it. Oh, perfect! <laughs> just,
1: like, That's beautiful. It's
0: Everything except the price point, dude. Five hundred dollars is too much for these fucking belts.
1: <laughs> it's just way too much. Yeah, that's a lot, but I swear they're always going half off boats. Yeah, but it's probably always exclusions the apply, and it's probably yeah. not
0: those. Very true. Um, and then I, I also wonder if they're ever really out anything, because half of me thinks that once they get their order in, they just cut it off. Like we're not going to sit on a bunch of these titles. True. We're gonna maybe it's probably like Pro wrestling T's model where they order for two weeks and then that's it. then that's what they make, and then they don't fucking make anymore. True. And if that's the case, I'd like to know what they make of these. Like, give me, a, give me a count or something. I don't know. That's all I got, though. It's kind of a lot. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> did you get a, any collection stuff? I Oh, I did. Not much. Not much. Uh, I got a pin. next pin in the line from Mr. Colt Cabana. It is Bruno San Martino. Oh, nice. Which I loved Bruno San Martino on Colt's show, man. That was a hell of a story he told about his... His mom taking like two day journeys down oh, the down mountains. Mountain. Yeah, that was a gnarly one. Going to like Nazi territory to get food and shit and come back. Go to, back to like, feed oh, him, dude. That was crazy, gnarly. And how he was like the run to the litter, basically. And I think he had I don't shit, know if it ton was of like siblings. scarlet fever or something, but he was like sick for a large portion of his of his youth to where they were like he ain't gonna make it. And and look what he did. I don't. Know. Wow. Great story. If you haven't seen. Or heard um, Bruno San Martino on the Art of Wrestling. Go check that out. Uh, as far as figures go, I got two. Nothing real big. I have I've been quarantined, dude. I can't go anywhere. Yeah, but you
1: have the internet. Yeah, I do, but <laughs> I was I was waiting to come over here to a huge crate full of shit. Like, well, as soon as my I macho went, man brawlers get here. <laughs> yeah. I probably have three hundred and fifty dollars like,
0: worth of macho brawlers. I've been
1: on eBay for ten days. I like Billy Kay.
0: Well, she's gotta go on the shelf of uh, Royal Rumble tattoo That's right. um, participants, so so got her. She was pretty cheap, and it, I was really shocked, too, because this is one of those like Target exclusives or whatever that I don't think I ever saw in the stores, and I think it was like 22 shipped on eBay.
1: Nice.
0: Um, and then the last one goes on this wall behind me as soon as I get a figure defender for the guy.
1: Oh, snap.
0: Signed? Signed elite WrestleMania figure from last year by mr, scott, mr. Hall. scott hall now this was ran on uh high spots and they were doing like a less than perfect show oh, okay so things that were like scratch and a dent. Little, yeah basically a scratch and dent sale it's got a little bit of beat up up at the top a little creasing down here but i'm telling you big whoop you put it in one of those uh ringside collectibles figure defenders uh and you won't you won't even notice it and it'll hang it on the wall it'll look really nice
1: I got a um, and, and I didn't bring it. I was about to show you on the Zoom last mm-hmm. week, and then you're like, "Well, we'll just wait to you in person." And I just went. Well, at okay. that point, all I had was that Scott Hall, <laughs> so I just brought like I brought like I didn't put it in the the camera's view. And I'm what like, "What was it?" All right, it's um a Diesel WWF Superstars. Does that sound oh, familiar? Bone cruncher, probably. That's a bone cruncher. Okay. Yes, it does say bone crunching action.
0: Yeah, that's a BCA. Okay. Those that's series one. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I thought it was cool. I got it for a good price, I think. And so do you know what you paid? They like, have a two pack with razor, razor and the That know, goes one for too. a little bit. Yeah. Uh twenty seven bucks or something like that? It's about bow right. Yeah. Go. Need needed to uh, get it signed, you know? Got the got Is the that what you're wolf. gonna get?
0: Maybe. I got the Funko too. The diesel Funko?
1: Well no, the one the Nash, right? Whatever one you gave me. Not the variant. The diesel. Not the chase. You got the, I got the, you got the diesel. If you need one, I'm sitting on like 10. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was here. <laughs>
0: um, you know what I did here that bums me out? Well, I shouldn't say it. Okay. At So diesel or
1: Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash, big sexy.
0: He's going to be on high spots at the end of the month, like February 24th
1: or something like mm-hmm.
0: that. And they do take mail-in items to get signed. Okay. And I'm like, well, no problem. I already have what I'm going to get signed and I might have to pivot now because they did say that they have to make a deal with all their guys that come in there, like what they're going to sign, what they're not going to sign. Right. And Kevin Nash has said that he's not going to sign any NWO merchandise that is not um, officially licensed by WWE or WCW. Interesting. That includes the turnbuckle pad that I have signed oh, by Sting. Oh, no. But that could just be a thing where he's not going to do it on high spots because it's on camera and all that other shit. True. So I'm still going to bring it, and hopefully I get that thing signed because that's something that I want, obviously.
1: Let me go in front of you in case he gets pissed off at you for trying. I'm just going to, I'll slip him extra hundo. I don't
0: care. I'll get that thing signed. Hey, money talks. I'll put a fucking hologram sticker on the back side of it and be like, look, man. Benjamin Franklin's right. I know you're into politics. How about George Washington, our first president? No? Lincoln? <laughs> That would be fantastic. (laughs) Well, anyways, we'll see how that goes. (laughs) Good to know. Hell yeah. Um, So I'm going to pivot. I'm going to have to get something else and then uh, still hope to get that signed as well. But who knows? We'll see. It's now time for What You Watching, where we discuss what in the world of professional wrestling we've watched this week. It could be current product, vintage viewing, or anything in between. Nothing is off the table, or ladder, or chair. You know what I'm talking about. Bang! Quarantine. I watched a lot of wrestling on Quarantine, Adam. <laughs> good. <clears throat> I might have you beat this week, buddy. We'll see. What'd you watch? Joe versus Angle? Fuck yeah, I watched Joe versus Angle. That was good. The, the old Deathmatch Jake homework of the week. It was It was very good. Um, I had to do a little bit of digging because, as you know, I don't watch a lot of Impact. Yeah. Uh, I especially wasn't watching Impact during this time where I wasn't watching any wrestling. Yeah, I had no idea about the streak. Yeah, so um, I did a little looking into it. This was uh, Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe, TNA Genesis 2006. Um, I guess Joe had come to TNA 18 months prior
1: okay, and was undefeated since arriving. That was my question. I didn't know if he, like, had already been there a little bit. Because it didn't make any sense to me that he came back. Like, since he's been hurt, or since he returned, it's been 18 months since he had it. Yeah. So, no. Since he joined the
0: company, he was undefeated. Um, Kurt Angle, on the other hand, had just signed the month before. Okay. And he made Joe his first target. I guess there was an in-ring interview segment in which Angle headbutted him. Yeah. Which I wonder if that's why he was wearing that band band in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, or if he was just kind of priming himself for later, yeah. We'll see. Um, I don't know. I enjoyed the match. I, I still am always weirded out to see the six sided ring. Me too. As soon as it started, I'm like, Oh yeah. <laughs> the crowd is super pumped. And this is when they're, you know, they're recording everything at universal studios. Yep. So you got a, basically a studio wrestling audience who's probably still, you got to think a lot of these guys go to every show, so it's probably, it's a double-edged sword. Uh, at least they know the product, but at the same time, they're probably getting burnt out on a lot of this shit,
1: too. Yeah, and the might have been free, maybe not back yeah. at this time. The mm. paper in the building, mm. Adam? Mm. Yeah. You never know. You never know. But this is a pay-per-view. You'd think they'd That's at least sell true. a place out for that. Yeah, I think they probably did. Um, Earl Hebner was the ref. He got pushed around an awful lot. Yeah, he did. I uh, like the, what was the other thing? Oh, he, um, the dive. I like that that dive off the bat with um, uh, angle hitting that the guardrail, and then that must have been where he starts the faucet, right? Uh, it was the it was when Joe threw him into the steps,
0: and he fl- oh, fell that's over right. the steps. That's right. And then when he got back into the ring, that shit was gushing, bro. Yeah, man. It was I'm leaking. Uh, he was juicing big time. Um, I miss Mike Taney. Like Mike Taney is pretty good on a wrestling call. I love Mike Tanay. I think he's like a uh, big-time sports book guy now. He is. I think that he doesn't have anything really to do with wrestling. It's all fucking sports betting.
1: I can hear that, too, though. Yeah. yeah. He's
0: got a great voice. Yeah, he definitely does. Um, I miss the muscle buster. Was Joe doing that in WWE? I feel like he was, and then he maybe
1: hurt a guy. I don't remember the muscle buster. He was doing the muscle buster in NXT for sure. Is that where he? It's like the it's the like suplex. A package thing yes. where he, he, yes. okay. he gets the
0: guy up on the buckle or whatever yep. and then he gets his his head in here yep. but then he grabs his legs also and packages
1: them in and yeah then, okay I never knew what the name of that muscle thing. buster dude nice. It fucking rules that does a rule <laughs> I like the ending too um, yeah with the. Like it was a cool submission sequence. Yeah, like the great back and false forth. finishes yeah. with submissions. And then finally just, shit, I'm done. And Go. then I like the after the Like match, he wanted a rematch right away. And he just wipes his blood off and flicks it at him yeah. and walks away. I was like, all right. Also, going
0: one. back to the blood thing, like Kurt Angle, when he first rolls into the ring and he's juicing pretty good. Yeah. And then Joe hits him with a fucking headbutt. Yes. And then they just panned to Joe's head. And he's got a big red splotch on his head. But it's not his blood. It's yes. just all Angle's yes. blood. And I was like, God, different time, man. There's body fluids flying everywhere. I or, thought
1: that too. Like, huh? Oh, did you doing notice the right front now?
0: row, too? Like, when Joe's like wailing away on Angle, like the front row. Are like, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, like, they're getting blood splatter. Yeah. It's like Dexter. You got to pay extra for that, bro. <laughs> yeah like Dexter. <laughs> the Dark Passenger kept punching this guy's fucking head off. That's right. Oh, man. Well, before we get into the rest of the stuff we watched, let's listen to um, the recommendation for this week. Otherwise, I'm going to forget about it, and I don't want to do that.
1: Sounds good.
0: Deathmatch Jake, everybody.
1: Hey, guys. This is Pure Dad. Pure Dad. Oh. Thanks for tuning in to Dorkside of the Ring podcast with Matt Marbury and Adam Telson. And this is your match recommendation for the day.
0: Hey, everybody. Back with another match recommendation.
1: And this week, we've got a battle of the up-and-comers with Daniel Garcia and Jordan Oliver on VXS's debut show, Into Deep. And you can catch that on IWTV. And, you know, if you really got to see this Violence Time Sufferings promotions presentation to really understand it. it's really awesome it's kind of got like an 80s feel with like a video game type vibe really underground jordan oliver is an up-and-coming guy that's really been tearing it up on the independents this last year just recently wrestled a two-hour match versus tony deppin and then you got daniel garcia who just got signed by wwe so it's interesting to see where this match could go so check it out on IWTV, and i can't wait to hear what matt and adam have to say about and catch me at, at pure dad on instagram
0: I think I I probably didn't watch this match, but I clicked on that violence time suffering live feed for a while. Really? On, on? I think it was on Sunday. Oh, really? Um, I had no idea that this was going to be the wreck. The I'm sure I didn't see that. I, I watched like half of a match and then the kids were going crazy and I just had to turn it off. Um but yeah, so the Jordan Oliver, he's an MLW guy. Yeah, he's, I know uh, him. He's with uh, Ma, Myron Reed. Yeah, is it Myron Reed? Yep, he's with he's, Injustice. Yeah, so I know him, but I don't know if I recognize the name, the Garcia guy Me at neither. all. Me neither. And for him to get signed, that's kind of weird that we wouldn't have at least heard of the guy. But
1: that sounds good. I don't know the but, whole uh, idea of the whole video game '80s feel and stuff. Like uh, uh, that's match. Like yeah, that sounds. Up I'm trying my alley. to think
0: of the match that I saw. I watch I watch like it's just weird that he recommended this and it was such an off topic thing that I would actually but I don't know. I subscribe to IWTV. I think I've given you the uh the info for yeah. that. Um so when they go live and stuff, I'll get a little ping like hey, they're going live, so I'll a lot of times just pull it up and see what's going on and it's always It's <laughs> always something crazy. It's, yeah. it's usually usually something crazy. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. We'll check that out. Um Dynamite? Want to start with dynamite? Or- yeah. It was beach break, Adam. It was good. I liked the... It was
1: negative eight degrees here, but I was celebrating <laughs> beach break, baby. Uh, Can't drive 55. Sammy Hagar. Cut promo oh, yeah. for Sammy and Jake Hagar. <laughs> I love that. You could tell he, like, sort of understands wrestling, but he had to be,
0: like, fed a lot of that. Yes, absolutely. I loved the tag team battle royal. It was fun. And I love the concept of a tag team battle royal. Yeah, like, when too. WWE does it, it seems like it's like if one guy gets tossed out, then the other guy's got to leave too. Yes. Fuck that. No. You should be able to
1: fight from, like, now you're an underdog. You should be able to fight from underneath. Absolutely. Then the other tag teams that are still in it can gang up on you. It could, it could. There's a million things. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, Jericho and MJF end up winning. Sammy Guevara was pissed. Oh, he was so pissed. He was hot later on in the locker room, too. Yep. Tired of this shit. Uh, Thunder Rosa. She got screwed. She got screwed. She Uh, got so screwed.
0: Um, What's her name? Rebel. uh, Unhooked the turnbuckle pad. And Britt Baker ended up smashing Thunder Rosa's face into it. Fighting dirty. And then um, has the audacity to put that nasty mitt of hers in Thunder Rosa's mouth. The mandible
1: claw. At least she what put a she glove it? on.
0: Um, something like that. Yeah. It's, it's
1: the mandible claw. It's but mandible yeah, claw. she says something. Uh, Paige and Hardy win after uh, Matt tags himself in. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember that. No? It was it was a weird combo.
0: Um, I remember the wedding. It went about yes. as good as every other wrestling yes. wedding ever has.
1: I thought for maybe one minute, I was like, "Well,
0: they had the sinister minister out there, which yeah, I love. I love that guy.
1: <laughs> you know, he does karaoke with another with uh. So, do you know what Sin Bodai is? Yeah, Sin okay. Bodhi. He's a big uh, yeah, Sin Bodhi. I might have bought some LJNs off Sin Bodhi, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, he does customs. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> He's always selling. Um, I, I did, oh, he was uh giving Sinister Minister a shout out on Facebook. So I went down a Facebook thing and I'm like, who is? I'm like, oh, it's the sinister ministers. Real name's like Jim. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, I was like, I know him from ECW. Right, right, and he's an Impact a lot too. Yeah, right? um, but I was scrolling down, and sure shit, somewhere in Florida, every Thursday night, him and this chick host the karaoke. And I'm like, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Shoulda known that when I was down there last month. No kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, the wedding was fun. Um, I like how the uh, Charles. He thought Charles had. Something
0: set up in this big box <laughs> so Miro just like <laughs> trashes the trashes box trashes it and there's like nothing and he's like dude uh, yeah. and then <laughs> how does he I don't see him do it but he somehow shackles Miro Miro's foot to the uh, turnbuckle
1: yeah I thought at first it was almost and like and then Orange a, Cassidy pops out of the cake out of the cake <laughs> you didn't check the cake you dumbass <laughs> I thought um, what's his name it was stuck to like almost like a sticky pad at first I didn't even see the handcuff no thing. it was like one of those yeah. long it was like a four foot shackle okay it was, uh, fun it was fun. Um, then the lumberjack match with Eddie Kingston and Archer. Yeah, can we get Eddie Kingston a win at some point no, in his life? Shit,
0: were you telling me that he's never won on Dynamite? Yeah, and I don't think he has. Still,
1: uh, no, because that was just last week when I told you that. <laughs> <laughs> FTR kidnaps uh, Marco. I liked that. <laughs> I, I
0: liked yeah. they like pull him into view. <laughs> yeah. It was
1: so cool. That was great. After last week when they
0: saw it off. Oh, they weren't allowed into the fucking Battle Royal.
1: Yeah, that's right. They're suspended they or something, saw, right? Because
0: they sawed off Luchasaur's horn
1: or whatever. <laughs> yes, they cut <caught> off his <laughs> horns. they get you banned anywhere. <sighs> Can't do that. Then the good bros and Kenny versus Max, Pac, and Phoenix. Phoenix is the man. He's, God, so, goddamn, good. he's so good. He's so good. Uh, but who shows up at the end of that freaking one? Freaking Kenta. That blew my mind. I was like, I should have saw it coming, but I didn't. I think you shouldn't have, like... Uh, I don't think you should have. I really don't. Like uh, We just talked about how Mox was at the, the... I
0: know, but that's Mox. And Mox has some sort of a contract with them still. Right. He's still a
1: champion, right? Yes. Yeah, that's true.
0: And Kent is going to be on Dynamite Wrestling tagging tonight. with Kenny tonight. That's crazy. That's amazing, dude. It is. That's and Tony Khan, is, they always call it the forbidden door or whatever when the companies work together. Yes. And he's like the forbidden door. Did you see the thing on impact? The- I did. I was just going to bring it up. I watched it on Twitter. I'm the forbidden door. I guess
1: I'm the forbidden door.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, somebody pointed out that if you go to Tony Khan's Twitter where it says location, it says forbidden door. Right
1: nice. Now. And I'm
0: like, how awesome is this guy? He's, a, he's the owner of a legit sports franchise. Yeah. And he's just like, now he's like, he's really embracing this wrestling promoter thing. And I hope he doesn't take
1: it too far. Doesn't go Eric Bischoff and become, like, the leader of the NWO. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want any
0: of that. I really don't. I like what him and Tony Schiavone do on the Impact show. I do, too. Um, but, dude, it's, it's like all bets are off now. And I said it before. I said it going into the Royal Rumble when I was like, maybe this is the year where CM Punk really does come back. Because I'm like... WWE has to do something. Yeah. If you now have New Japan, AEW, and Impact
1: all working together, like the game done change. Yeah, I saw like a meme with Tony, and he has like the Infinity Gauntlet, and then the Last Stone. Yes, I saw that too. (laughs) I was like, I also saw somebody made the same meme with all of the
0: Macho Man Micro Brawlers, (laughs) 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 and it was me holding the gauntlet. (laughs) <laughs> That's not true, but I wish it was. We are now. <laughs> um oh dude, I'm really really excited. I mean everything's got me excited. I enjoyed about everything I watched this week, save for Monday Night Raw, man. It just Yeah It felt so stagnant to me. Cause it is, man. Um NXT. I like the um I like the Dusty Cup, I but I will be glad when the whole show is not taken up by the Dusty Cup. Like, right. It's almost too much. And then you should... I feel like you should hold the Women's Dusty Cup at a separate time. I think so, too. Because there's just a lot a, a lot to follow with that. Like, they're even putting matches on 205 Live and shit. I heard that. And I don't even know where to watch that. I'm assuming on the I network. I don't know. Was still... I don't know either. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I didn't know either. Um, <laughs> I do like it, though. Now that we're nearing the finals, uh, the matches have been better. Oh, yeah. That... Uh... Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, they had a hell of a that match a to match. advance to the finals. Um, I love the Timothy Thatcher, Tomaso Ciampa team. I Me wish they too. would have a, a name. Yeah, they need a name. They, they do, and I think they could have like a long-term run. Like They're fucking awesome together. Yeah, I to say, I hope they stay together. They beat the Undisputed Era. Yeah, that was a great match. So they're in the finals. Are they in the finals or the semifinals against Grizzled Young Vets? That might Ex- be finals. It might be... No, because no, it's semi. Yeah, because so the uh, uh, Del Lago I keep saying it wrong. Yeah. Legato del Fantasmo. The Fantasmo. Oh, that was good. I think I got it there. Um we got a pretty like it was like a video game vignette for Tian Shah, who is the uh scary chick that's like running shit with Li. Oh, Li. Yeah, it like reminded me of like uh Silent Hill or something? No, but it reminded me of like the uh, like if you were popping like a New Zelda game and they wanted to give you some backstory or something on it It was all oh, done really sure. cool. I don't yes. know, but supposedly um, we're supposed to believe that this that this lady is thousands of years old and she's become the one thing that she hated and
1: and everybody's scared of her and son kills father. I don't know, but it's <laughs> Iron Fist. Sister flees and finds dragon. Yeah, dragon teaches her f- to fight for her soul. Warrior. Yeah, <laughs> takes the throne. You wrote all that down. That's what I have for notes. I love you.
0: <laughs> um, what else happened on NXT? Edge came out to confront Finn Balor and done. Now he makes it. Edge. By the way, I have no. I have no um, expectations that he challenges for the NXT title. Charlotte did that last year with Rhea Ripley. Oh yeah. Um, but I, he makes a compelling argument when he's just like, I've never held that. like right. he's held every other title in the company. That's true. but that wasn't there when he left. and now it's there. I can not and it, it does happening. mean something it'd but I, awesome. I also like that he was like uh, WWE, you know, all the other shows put a little emphasis on that E and this show puts a little emphasis on that second W and yeah. I, was like, I don't know it' be it would be cool, but like I said, I know they won't do it. I think they're going to – I think – I don't know who comes out of the elimination chamber as champion, but I kind of feel like Edge faces that guy. Yeah. Because I, I, I think they'll lead to another showdown with Roman Reigns later where Roman can be like, you disrespected me by not choosing me. Like, True. You know yeah, what I mean? you can save that for down the road. That's a SummerSlam. I think the the – betting odds are probably on him going against Roman Reigns like it makes the most sense but i Sphere think he's dragging spear. on a
1: little bit yeah i think so I too know. um what else oh kurt stallion we got i got to see that guy place your bets gonna make everyone in texas proud <laughs> yeah wooderson he lost to santos escobar <laughs> who was then confronted by Karrion cross remember i told you he they they, they last week they found his yes the card which is weird because i thought it's heel versus heel.
0: Well, I, I don't. well, yeah, it is, and not only that. Like, I guess being that he's the cruiserweight champion, I always feel like he can't wrestle bigger guys. Yeah, but I guess you can. But Carrion could never go for that title. He's in, there's no way that guy's under. Yeah, that was weird.
1: I, I thought the whole thing was even the card last week was weird. I was like, why are you messing with that dude for? I don't know. Who knows? Um, Cameron smack. Grimes comes back next
0: week. Oh, thank God to the moon, to baby. The moon. I love Cameron Grimes. What else we got? Yeah, we I
1: can't this. say Cameron Grimes without saying Cameron Grimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cross an edge, bump into each other. Yep, outside, um, and then yeah, it was uh, ended with the Champa and the Thatcher and the. I enjoyed it. Disputes. Good, it was, good yeah, show. It was a good show. What
0: else? Did you watch SmackDown? Yes. Nothing too crazy on SmackDown. I loved Roman on the mic. Like I said, when he's like, "Paul, why is this man? Why is this man disrespecting me?"
1: Or whatever. Yeah, you went full Walter White.
0: <laughs> I enjoyed it. Say I thought it was name. some of the best fucking
1: Roman Reigns I've seen. I like this Roman Reigns. I'm surprised. I, would, uh, I do like when Paul speaks on this behalf, but it's. Roman's not doing bad. No, he's doing great. You no, know, he's doing good. Yeah, I so have I a
0: feeling it. that he's not going to be able to pull this off when fans return
1: Ooh, because everybody enjoys it. That's a
0: he's good gonna, point. He can't be this guy. You can't be, yeah. You, yeah. He's going to start getting cheered. It's going to be like one of those things where you're cool a heel. good heel. Eventually, people start to like him. Yes, good point. Uh, so, I don't know. I never thought about that. It's like, oh, yeah, fans. Yeah, fans. They're coming back they're at gonna, some point. Yeah, they're starting to get there. Raymond James Stadium. They had a shitload of fans, yeah. twenty five thousand or whatever, for the Super Bowl. Yeah, and they did paper it with a bunch of cutouts, but it, it looked great. I like the cutouts. Yeah, like to fill it in. At like, first, they were, cool WWE was like, "We're not doing cutouts," but then I heard they're like, "Wow, it looked really good." It for did the Super look Bowl, good. So yeah. now we're going to do it. So yeah. I don't know what else. Uh, they had a triple threat match on SmackDown for the IC title. That was damn good. Oh yeah, Apollo, uh,
1: Biggie, Biggie, and, and Sammy. Sammy.
0: Yep. I love the Sammy with his fucking camera crew, camera crew, and all that. I'm in on that. <laughs> um, both Bianca and Edge were on the show, but neither made a decision. Um, yeah, nothing yet. I think we'll and we didn't get anything on Raw either. I Raw, <laughs> hurry up and wait. Ric Flair, he should not have a live mic. Oh that my was god, terrible. that was terrible. I'm gonna
1: riff a little bit. Yeah,
0: no, don't. No, you please shouldn't. stop. Lacey and Charlotte got like way too much time and. Something's not clicking with those two, like, timing-wise. Yeah. Because I've actually enjoyed a few Lacey Evans matches. Yeah. And uh, for
1: some reason, I've not gotten into her with this Charlotte feud. Yeah, there's been a couple times where we're like, damn, that was that was pretty good. Like, her and Lynch, maybe. her heard somebody one time, I remember, were like, that was a damn good match. Yeah. I don't, I don't Bailey. Know. She, she had a couple That's matches with Bailey
0: early on that I thought were really good. Um, <clears throat> what else? Oh, I love the backstage with uh, Matt Riddle and Keith Lee. Because oh, yeah. Riddle... Riddle Riddle got through the gauntlet match. Yes. So he gets a shot at the United States title. But he had a big shiner. Yeah. And Keith Lee's like, You you okay with that eye or whatever? And he's like, Yeah. I went home, got toasted, <laughs> and then binge watched all of the Air Bud movies. <laughs> yes. He's like, Air Bud Golden Receiver. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how
1: he like, worked in a thread. Of, it's like the underdog story. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was so just, great. Just like the dog that. Nobody thought he could play basketball, but he could play basketball. <laughs> yeah, and he I became like, Air Bud. <laughs> I like that they let him go with this fucking like stoner gimmick. Yeah, it's tongue. It ain't a gimmick. <laughs> no, it's not a gimmick. It's the reason he couldn't continue in the UFC when they used to have that uh, nope. restriction. No kidding. And then that leads to uh, Keith Lee being like, "Well, I think I, sh-,
0: you know, maybe you're not the man for the job. Maybe I'm the man for the job." So him and him and Riddle have a. Hell of a match. Yeah, that was good. Later on in the show. And then uh, Bobby Lashley gets involved after Keith Lee gets the uh, the win. And that sets up a triple threat at the Elimination Chamber, which is a week from this Sunday already. Yeah, that's right. That's a pretty quick turnaround. Um, the Men's Chamber match for Drew's title was announced. It's, uh, he's going to defend against Orton. Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, The Miz and Sheamus. Blah. Yeah. Like that's just so standard fare. Like you look at the other guys and you got Forbidden Doors getting knocked down. <laughs> right here we have like every guy that you would expect to be in it. True. Every fucking time. Just True. Anything off the wall you watch, I watched the uh, I watched uh Impact for the most wow. part. <clears throat> well, let me tell you this. I don't have Impact
1: Plus. How do you watch Impact? It uh, was on Twitch. I don't know if it still is. Oh,
0: I just went on YouTube, and they like they have last week's show, the full thing. Oh, nice. But they have um, highlights. So they have uh, like seven five-minute highlights, and I'm like, I'll just watch all of these, and I pretty much got the gist of it. Right. Um, uh, I get an the update to Impact Women's Division sucks, am I right? Yeah, a lot of rehash stuff and a lot of... It's like ODB.
1: I did hear um, that they... Bro- yeah, was Kimberly.
0: Say. Who else did I see? I don't know. It was just like, oof. What's her name? Tennille. Tennille Dashwood. Yeah. And Deanna Perazzo. That's probably like the two best that they got, I would think. Rosemary's there too, which yeah. is in
1: Decay or whatever.
0: I heard Decay. They, they had a new member Black Taurus. They said, kept saying Tarus. Tarus? Black Tarus. And I was like, are they saying it wrong? But they said it so many times that they're not saying it wrong. Uh, but I that think guy was a fucking madman. Yeah, he has been in I've seen him in MLW before. Yes. yes. He's like man he's like what Vince McMahon wanted Mantar to be. <laughs> yeah, they would have done that right. <laughs> but he was a fucking badass, dude. Uh, uh, I didn't know Ace Ace Romero was in uh impact. He was yep. he was out there for that. Um He didn't wrestle the Black Tarus guy, but he was in some stable that was Feuding with Decay or whatever. I'm new
1: at this Impact thing. I don't know. Is that like a Roosh Rush thing from ROH? That's what like, like, I'm starting to think. That's yeah. <laughs> what I'm starting to think. I don't know how to say Hispanic uh, wrestlers' names, apparently. <laughs>
0: you know, Rush. It's Roosh Dick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: it's spelled Rush. I know my prog rock <laughs> asshole. <Don't-> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I watched the Pat Patterson doc on the network. That was really good. I haven't seen that. Yet, it's either. only a, a scant 57 minutes or whatever. Um, I would recommend it. They go back to like, they go back to like, uh, Canada, uh, Montreal. And he like, he's, he doesn't go in his childhood home, but he like stands outside of it. He's like, yeah, that, that window up there with that little tiny balcony, that's the apartment we were, we were raised in. He's like, they probably have hot water now. Yeah. Like they, they had did, no hot water. They like share and, soap and, and stuff. And he had nine siblings. That's right. And he's like, yeah, my mom would give me a bar of soap. and We would go to a community pool every two weeks and she'd be like, you bring that fucking soap back. Yeah. Just gnarly. Crazy. When you think about, I always think about like, I bitch when it takes my cell phone six seconds to load a web page and shit. And it's like, <laughs> some people didn't have running water as a yeah, child. Different it's like, time. Oh, I take so much for granted, man. Sure do, Matt. Like the sense of smell that hasn't came back yet. <laughs> is that so gone? Yeah. No shit. It's weird. It's weird. taste is fine, but uh, smells and still not,
1: still not back. I could have been farting it up over here, and you probably have you sicko. No, I haven't. <laughs> I didn't know your smell wasn't gone.
0: <laughs> oh man, um, I'm trying to think if I watched anything else. I watched. I got all caught up on being the elite, but we can. I don't know. Probably, oh, I'm, I'm one behind on that. We'll wrap this sucker up. We will see you guys next week. It will be February 17th, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, can't wait to see you then. Check us out at Dorkside OTR. Until next time, stay safe and watch some wrestling, would you? Uh-huh. Give it here. Give it here. Bigger than Jesus, and bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Yeah, yeah. Bigger than Jesus, and bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Yeah. Bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes.